Hey, what's up, guys? It's Brian here from Full Wide Legs. Hopefully, you guys are enjoying your beautiful day, beautiful morning, beautiful night, whatever moment of the day you're taking to listen to me. I really appreciate it. Guys, today's podcast is episode 20. We're talking about leadership. So just recently, guys, I had a workshop about leadership and the workshop name was unlocking the secrets how to master the art of exceptional leadership so uh, if you guys that know i don't know i own a gym i am a gym owner of about 100 members in a small gym here in laval quebec in canada uh so after so many years now i'm in business it's been about seven years I've developed certain skills and certain attributes that have really helped me got, get to a next level. And the last six months, we've created our own certification because I felt like, certification for trainers, right? Because I felt like for the longest time, uh, when I was getting tra- new trainers to come train in my gym to give classes, I felt like certain things were off. Where they were great trainers, but they weren't great coaches. In order for, for you to become a great coach, you need to develop leadership skills. The reason why it's important to develop leadership skills is for so many reasons, right? We know that people that have leadership-like qualities tend to do better at the workplace, tend to have better relationships, tend to have uh, deeper connections with people, and generally tend to have better lives. So, uh, from taking out the trash, going to work, being accountable to your friends, family, and colleagues, leadership can be seen in all spheres of life. For progress to happen within each and every one of us, we must first practice the art of leadership and develop the entirety of the skills that are needed to be a good leader. Good leadership skills can help you be better in your communication, people management, time management, and entrepreneurial skin skills. One of the biggest reasons why everyone should try to develop good leadership skills is because people who are considered bad leaders, like I mentioned before, tend to be valuable to respective companies or jobs. When an employee or entrepreneur is seen as being more valuable and important, they tend to make better salary than those who don't. Their ability to complete the complex tasks, motivate, use strategic thinking, and be the person in charge are all the different reasons why they are wanted and needed in the world. So quickly mention guys uh my gym here is full body athletics uh what's really interesting about full body athletics contrary to other gyms we're not just interested in developing great athletes because anybody can become a great athlete you just have to be consistent at working out and eating properly we also want to develop leaders you want to develop good people because the traits that you learn at the gym like consistency hard work cooperation, all those skills can contribute to you being a better leader. And that is for this reason that we do workshops at Full Body because what we want is to develop good, wholesome individuals that take those skills from the gym and bring it out in the real world. So for today's uh, podcast, I want to talk about, first of all, what is leadership? So we're going to go through a, a rough, a long definition of what is leadership. One of the most complete definitions by a man called Tony Robbins. If you don't know Tony Robbins, Tony Robbins is a self-made billionaire that owns uh, Tony Robbins as an image, but also as a company. Uh, he does a, a lot of conferences around the world about leadership. He's a big in, in uh, journalism, and he uh, he develops a leadership skills for companies and he makes a lot of money because a lot of companies like i mentioned before want to develop better leaders because if you have more leaders in your company your company will go forward so at the moment when i was building my gym 
I understood that at one point I couldn't do all by myself. When I would get employees that would give classes, I always felt like something was missing. I always felt like, yeah, they can be great trainers, but very often they lacked good leadership skills in order to become great coaches. Now, in everything you do in life, if you can develop leadership skills and also become a coach in whatever you do, it could be ice skating, it could be a business coach, it can be a fitness trainer, it can be whatever of these skills or just be an entrepreneur or a boss. If you have these coaching skills or leadership skills, it will bring you very far and it will make you make, it will make you get a lot of money. Okay. So in the podcast today, uh, we're going to talk about leadership, the definition of leadership by Tony Robbins, and then the two steps that one has to go through in order to become a great leader. And then we're going to look at the seven different qualities or essential leadership skills you need to develop to ascend to a leadership position. All right. So before getting started, guys, my gym is in Laval, Quebec. Uh, we focus on semi-private and private training, okay? Uh, what's really cool about our concept here at the gym is we do things like workshops, retreats. We're big in developing not only athletes, but also human beings. We also do meditations after classes, breath work. We also do before and after pictures every month. We have the full body app that you can get now at the app store. And we also offer naturopathic consultations and services. So when you're ready, guys, let's get going. So what is the definition of leadership? So first and foremost, let's go what Tony Robbins has to say about leadership. Here's the thing about leadership that a lot of people either don't understand or refuse to believe. Everyone can be a leader. There is no single answer to what is leadership because it isn't something you're either born with or without, but a powerful skill that can be developed through time. Great leaders don't follow a single path or personality type. In fact, you're prob- you've probably taken on leadership skill roles in your life that you didn't realize at the time. So what makes a good leader really? And how can you sharpen those skills and put them to work for you in your career and your life? Leadership is the ability to inspire a team to achieve a certain goal. It's usually discussed in the context of business, but leadership is also how you as an individual choose to lead your life. The definition of leadership is to influence, inspire, and help others become their best selves, building their skills and achieving goals along the way. You don't have to be a CEO, manager, or even a team lead to be a leader. Leadership is a set of skills and a certain psychology that anyone, everyone can master. Leadership is not a zero-sum equation. When one person harnesses their powers to lead, it strengthens the leadership opportunities to others rather than diminishing them. That's because the ultimate definition of leadership is empowering others to become effective leaders as well. That's why many iconic leaders have incredible mentors they cite for their success. As one person begins to embrace their role as a leader, they inevitably connect with others who have already mastered the art of leadership. So let's go throughout what Tony Robbins says here, okay? Leadership is not something that you are born with. It's something that you developed. When I started giving the certification here at the gym, a lot of my trainees were training me for many of years. The recommendation was at least that they have trained with me for at least two or three years prior to enrolling in the certification. The reason why I chose these people to become leaders or to become coaches at my gym was because I saw one attribute and it was the ability to be coachable. Okay. And also I saw certain attributes that they had like proper communication, respect, 
empathy for others, and many other qualities that I want to go through because we're going to go through it afterwards. Okay, so from there, we did a three-day certification where I taught them different skills, right? Different skills like how to manage a group, you know, how to give nutritional recommendations, how to uh, create a workout, all these different skills that ends up as a sum, become leadership like skills because you're going to pass it on to others. And something about leadership that is incredible is that just it's not just something for yourself. It's something where you build it up so you can pass it on to others. Okay? So leadership, yes, it's for yourself, but also the importance of passing it down to others. There is not a different, there's not a personality type. Yeah, there's some people that are just naturally born leaders, but often not people are born not leaders, and they develop it through times because they have great mentors or great teachers or great family members around them, elderly people that teach them the right way of doing things. If I look at my personal life, my heart, my dad was very hard on me and my brother growing up. He was hard because what he wanted to develop in us was great leadership skills. My dad was hardly late to meetings, hardly late to work, almost never missed a day out of work. I think in 20 years working in the same company, 30 years, sorry, he probably missed one to four days of work and that's because he was extremely sick, okay? Man flu, you know? But also, he wanted us to develop other qualities such as being a person of your word, accountability, and all these things. So me and my brother growing up, obviously, it wasn't easy growing up with a dad that was so strict on us and having to have so much expectations from us. But because of that, we learn from our dad these important skills that I'm going to talk to you guys right now. So what are the two steps that you need to harness in order to impact the world? Okay, so I'm going to talk in later in later uh, time about the different skills. But first, there are two steps that have to happen in order for you to have an impact in the world as a leader. So number one, is self, work on self. The first step in becoming a leader is to first work on yourself. In this cha- in this chapter, we will look at four easy tasks that you can do daily and weekly that can develop your leadership skills. So like I mentioned before, guys, if you want to teach others, you have to first start by teaching yourself. You cannot hold other people accountable if you're not accountable for your own actions. So let's go through it. Number one, learn how to listen. In order to understand all aspects of a situation, leaders must listen first. You can develop this trait by listening to family members, friends, podcasts, documentaries, and then question yourself to see if you remember the key points. So an important lesson here, guys, is do active listening. A lot of people, when they listen, all they do is just listen, okay? Well, more often than not, unless the person is a conceptual speaker, when you they talk and all you do is listen, you won't grasp many, many things, right? From a podcast or not. That's why the importance of active listening. Take notes. Make Take mental notes. Write it down, you know? Whatever you do, guys, listen and take notes, okay? You can listen to different things, like I mentioned. You can listen to family members that are maybe in positions where you would want to be. Friends, okay, that have made it far in life. Mentors, podcasts, watch documentaries. And then, if you understand all these things, take a time, sit down, and write them so you really grasp the material. And this is important, not just for self, but also to teach to others. Number two, manage your emotions, this is something that is not easy, even for myself that I've been in business for seven years and I've developed coaches. It's something that is not easy because 
human beings, we all have our days. We go through periods of life where it is not easy. And because there are periods of life where you're more emotional, sometimes to manage your emotions, especially in a business like mine where it's a gym and fitness and motivation and working with people, sometimes people, let's be honest, can drive us nuts, okay? It is for that reason that if you want to develop good leadership skills and pass it down, you have to first be able to manage and regulate your emotions. Leaders have to stay precise and accurate with their thoughts, not letting outside noise affect their decisions. Try managing your emotions by meditating, doing breath work, working out, and seeking help with a therapist. If you know you have traumas from the past, guys, one of the best things that you can do is get to the root cause of it. Go see a therapist, right? Because if you don't get to the root cause of your problems or issues, it will never get resolved and you go throughout all life always feeling this type of burden or feeling this emotional void, okay? Doing things like meditations, right? Like meditating in the morning, meditating at night, having a certain routine where you take time to reflect, take time to regulate and work with your breathing so you can regulate your emotions is great, okay? So, number three, build positive habits. If you want to be a leader and if you want to look up be upon as a leader, you must first develop positive habits, okay? So smart, start with small tasks. Build little habits into your life that become the foundation for your success. The key here is to identify positive habits you can maintain on an ongoing basis. Start by writing down a small to-do list daily and sticking to a good habits like training consistently and sleeping early and scale from there. So one thing I tell people all the time, okay, if you want to get stuff done, write it down. Take the habit of every Sunday or every Monday, write down a list of things that you have to get accomplished for the week, and this will be the foundation for the good habits that you will start building up because it's much easier, especially in today's age with so much outside influence, social media, friends calling us, friends texting us, any moment, even friends from all over the world texting us, sending messages on Facebook. It's so easy for us to be distracted. In that case, guys, what I recommend for you guys to do is easily, easily, every Sunday, every morning, take out a piece of paper, write down your tasks for the week, you know, either is sleep early, either is play guitar two times a week, either is read a, 10 pages a day, whatever it is, guys, make sure that you guys write down your tasks because then you're going to start accomplishing goals. Once you start accomplishing your goals, you're going to start creating momentum. Once you start creating momentum for yourself after years and years, you're going to be able to pass it down and teach it to others, okay? Number four, let go of the ego. When you're working on yourself, guys, you got to remove the ego from the equation. A lot of people do not do growth in their life, not because they don't want to. It's simply because the ego takes so much space and the ego is so fragile and it's so sensitive that it's impossible for them to grow because... If you want to grow, you have to be confronted. If you're confronted, you're probably confronted on things that you probably probably don't like, you're sensitive to. In order for you, for you to grow, you have to let go of the ego. It's easy for to tell other people, hey, do this, do that. You're not like this, you're not like this. But what about yourself? Are you working on your ego? Do you get angry when somebody gives you a constructive criticism? Do you get angry when somebody says you're not good enough? Do you get angry when you don't lift up to certain people's expectations? You have to understand that people are put in this life to challenge you. Your ego is there to understand your identity, but it's not there for to help you progress. Let the ego out of the garage, like I say in my gym, for you to grow. Okay? Once you develop these four skills, these four uh, ha habits, right? So 
know how to listen, manage your emotions, build positive habits, and letting go of the ego, once you've grasped this, and then you can start passing on to others, okay? So empathetic and committed leadership is leadership that can be understood through different points of view in the workplace and respect opinions, even if they're different from yours. Empathetic leadership tries to show the best in their employee, but respect to his abilities and limits. Simply put, empathetic leadership, okay, means being aware of people's feelings and thoughts, understanding their needs, providing appropriate support, and understanding how they handle situations and are they trying to improve or respond to them. The secret lies in empathetic leadership, committed to putting yourself in your employee's shoes and living their condition, thus realizing the impact of emotion on those actions and tasks. Empathetic leadership relies on emotional intelligence skills to build a working relationship based on genuine trust and need. So, when you're developing and when you start teaching others, okay, you cannot start teaching others if you don't have empathy. Empathy is uber important in the process of teaching others leadership skills, okay, or trying to be a leader towards others. If you don't understand people's opinions, if you don't understand people's emotions, how can you as a leader make the best decisions? Because you have to make a decision based on everybody's output. If you simply make a decision based on your own self, then you will never get far and people will never respect you because they will see from the get-go, this, this person doesn't care about me. This person cares only about themselves. Let me take myself as, a, as an example, right? If I have a client that's been missing at the gym, and I approach them, I start saying, hey, why are you not coming to the gym? And I start giving them, you know, the hoorah. Well, they're going to be very timid and they're not going to want to talk about their problems. If I approach it as, hey, I haven't seen you in the gym for a while. What's going on? How can I help you? What can I do for you to come? What strategy can we implement so that you can start coming more? Those are the different ways that you can do it. And I'm giving you my example because I'm talking from my business. But those are the different ways that you can approach and have more of an empathetic leadership. Where instead of coming out as brute force, you're coming out as a softer kind of energy. Okay? It's very important, guys, for you guys to understand this because empathetic leadership is the only type of leadership that can be survived today. Unless you're Elon Musk or unless you're Steve Jobs, okay? In today's era... If you're an entrepreneur, if you're a CEO of a company, you have to provide empathetic relationship, uh, empathic, empathetic leadership skills because with the job market being so open, be people being able to leave a business at any given moment, you have to be able to show that you care for your clients, that you care for your employees, and that you care for people in general. Only then will they be receptive. Only then will they be able to follow you. Okay? So, once you pass out to others, you have to develop empathetic leadership, but also proper communication. So, a key of transitioning knowledge in practice, it involves delivering a shared vision and inspiring others to buy into that vision. It is describing the values inherent to the company and showing how the company is living up to the promise. With clear communication, leaders can navigate the organization through all types of charges, big or small. Leadership communication also builds trust within the organization, both between leaders and employees and between employees and the organization itself. By clarifying company culture and structure, it helps employees to align better within the organization. 
This communication then inspires open dialogue throughout the company, promoting collaboration, teamwork, and honest feedback. Finally, it helps prevent miscommunications with the organization and ensures that all employees are kept up to date with important information. So I know that was a big part. That was like a, so let's go through it, okay? So in, in, in other words, leadership communication is a way of building trust between you, your colleagues, your colleagues, your company, and vice versa. The company can only grow if, if you provide this type of communication where it's a proper communication that's there to clarify values, that is there to clarify culture, structure, and where it helps your 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 employees just align and straighten up or align to the values of the company. If there's no communication, it's very hard for people to feel like they belong to something because there's no connection. Okay. Human beings are social creatures, okay? And there's different types of communication, right? Today with with the power of social media and the power of AI and the power of just using a laptop or a cell phone, you can send text messages, voice messages. The more communication, the better, okay? It's important for us as leaders to communicate properly and to make sure that every employee, every colleague of ours understands truly what is the message and what are the values that we try to implement, so, what are the seven essential leadership skills that you need to develop to ascend to a leadership position? So, like I mentioned before, open communication, that is one. A good leader keeps an open line of communication with team members and consistently explain organizational goals and tasks using different types of communication channels, such as one-on-one sessions, emails, video chat, phone calls, and social media. An effective leader also shares clear messages and makes complex ideas easy to understand for everyone. Number two, like I mentioned before, empathy. Empathetic leadership focuses on identifying with others and understanding their perspective. Leaders who show empathy are successful because they can better understand how the employees feel about their work environment, which enables the leaders to bring positive change to the workforce. Number three, strategic thinking. Leaders need strategic and critical thinking skills as they are tasked with challenging decision-making. A strong leader makes well-researched and objectively scrutinized decisions that can lead an organization toward achieving its goals. Number four, creativity. A creative leader can brainstorm new ideas and inspire others toward creative creativity and innovation. For example, a successful leader will always recognize and reward employees for the creative input. Number six, positivity. Number five, sorry. A great leader brings positivity into the work environment, which in turn uplifts the employees and encourages them to perform better. Positivity can be cultivated by showing care, respect, diplomacy, and empathy towards the team. Number six, flexibility. The best leaders get out of their comfort zones and quickly adapt to changing work conditions. They wear multiple hats and can problem-solve and improvise on the fly. A successful leader also promotes employee engagement and is willing to accept constructive feedback from the team. And lastly, conflict resolution. A great leader not only knows how to avoid conflicts in his workplace, but also can resolve them in an efficient and timely manner. While resolving conflicts, the leader stays level-headed and decides analytically. So, Let's recap here. What are the seven qualities that we need to develop to become a good leader? Number one, 
open communication. Can you openly communicate your feelings and your thoughts? Number two, empathy. Do you care for your colleagues? Do you show, do you text them after work to see how they're doing? Do you, you know, do you shower them with affection when it needs to, when they need? Okay. Number three, strategic thinking. A leader has to be quick on the fly. He has to make quick decisions, be strategic about decisions. He cannot just make a decision without thinking truly without them. Creativity. A good leader is able to be creative. He's able to adapt. He's able to, he's able to create nothing from something. Something from nothing, sorry. Positivity. A great leader is positive. Nobody wants to work for a slouch. Nobody wants to be around a, a negative person. Nobody wants to be around a Scrooge. Everybody wants to have be positive, right? In a workplace, people tend to sell more when they are positive, when they feel good. So be that positive beacon that people need. Six, flexibility. How flexible are you? Okay? Are you flexible in your thoughts? Are you flexible in your decisions? Are you flexible in the way you talk to employees or clients? You have to be flexible because not everybody's the same. So you have to be adaptable and you have to be quick to change whenever it is needed. And lastly, conflict resolution. Are you able to avoid conflict? conflicts? Are you able to continue? You know, to to not only avoid, but also if it happens to conclude and to make sure that nobody, everybody feels safe and everybody feels respected. It's very easy. I, I've known a lot of bosses that simply remove themselves from the situation. They say, well, I don't like conflicts. Well, as a leader, sometimes it happens and you have to be able to resolve the conflict. How do you resolve the conflict? By being empathetic, by communicating, by understanding the other person. By trying to see where they come from. Okay? So, all that being said, guys, the reason why it's very, very important for us as leaders to start developing these different skills is because the world is changing more fast than not. Okay? We went from being calling people from wire, from, from night wires, from cordless phones, to now being able to send messages all over the world and people communicating at a faster rate than ever. So it's very important for ourselves as leaders to be able to adapt and to evolve with this change. With the presence of social media, internet, social changes, and AI, the world we knew 10 years ago no longer exists, guys. We need all of us to build leadership's qualities so we can withstand the changing landscape and adapt to our new realities. We cannot go against the current. We must become part of the wave. Use the power of social media, AI, and technology to promote good causes, leadership, and positive actions to change the world. Remember, a better tomorrow starts with you. Love and peace. This is episode 20. Hopefully you guys enjoy have yourselves a great day if you guys have any questions you can send me an email at fullbodyletics at gmail.com if you want to get a copy of this little ebook just send me an email i will send it to you or if you want to follow me on social media you can follow me on instagram fullbody underscore athletics on tiktok fullbody athletics and on youtube fullbody athletics this was episode 20 upgrade mentality i love you guys peace have yourselves a great day